Welcome back to Podcast 10 of 2024. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. You can follow me on Twitter at OBKiev. Follow us at The Icebreakers and follow us on social media slash The Icebreakers. This episode is being brought to you by BetMGM. Bet five bucks, get 158 bucks back instantly in bonus bets. Just click on the link in this podcast description. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you like to support the Icebreakers and benefit from our premium plays, please visit theicebreakers.com. Click shop and become a member. Pick any of our winning cappers to get their premium plays before the line moves. You can also support us on patreon.com. And if nothing else, please visit the Icebreakers and become a free picks and telegram subscriber. Well, we have a Super Bowl, my friends, and it's a interesting little battle between the Niners and the Chiefs sides. It looks like it went all the way down to pick for the Chiefs quickly Monday morning, and then now it's back to Niners minus two. So there is a battle of big money going on there. There is sharp action on both sides. I think uh, there's some disagreement here. Uh, Sometimes these big games, uh, the sharp action just ignores it and just bets the props and has better things to do. But I do see big bets and smart money bets coming in from People I respect on both sides of this game. So I find that pretty interesting. Um, also, uh, the total kind of frozen here at 47, 47 and a half. I thought the books hung up a pretty good number on that. It hasn't moved much. And uh, I have my thoughts on the total as well as the side. But I was going to discuss my Super Bowl preview today, but I'm just going to wait a little bit and do it over the weekend. Decide to let it marinate some. Um, I think that Monday I'll release a show based on the Super Bowl and a very, very special guest coming in to discuss some of the great things going on in Vegas and at the Circa for next week, Monday. So uh, Monday morning, prepare for that. Uh, But otherwise, today, just have a massive show because I'm going to cover college basketball solo and then we have a wonderful guest because Raphael Esparza from mybookie.com, betonline.com, you can bet that.com, and docsports.com. He's a handicapper and an odds maker, is going to break down some of these wonderful prop bets for Super Bowl 58. Cannot wait to talk to Raphael. This is one of my favorite shows that we do every single year. Uh, I have some good ideas, I hope, that are good to uh, create some props. Maybe he'll make one for me. And uh, hopefully uh, we can give you some value talking about some of the bets that I've already made and some of them that Raphael has already made as well. Before Raphael comes on, like I said, it is college basketball season. So going to start out this podcast with college basketball and might as well just get right into the weekend right now. So I might as well update you with my records here since October 2023 in college basketball. Had a rough day yesterday going one and two. Had the Wake Forest Pittsburgh under. 
And that could have hit if it did not go into foul city and Pittsburgh was up by eight. All they had to do was probably put two more points on that board. Score would have been 131. Uh, I think Wake would have given up. Instead, Wake steals the ball, scores, fouls. One made three throw from Pitt, then Wake hits a three, then it's a five-point game. That thing ended up in foul city for quite a while, going way over the 143.5 up to 149. So disappointing that how that happened, but hey, Flinko happens quite often in college basketball, but at least for the year. We have 146 bets, 80 and 66, up 18.46 units. So very happy with my college basketball. Uh, I've got a good system down and uh, very excited for March Madness. And if you want to get some of these plays, I mean, very, very good deal we got going on. Basketball 2024 is the promo code. Get 100 bucks off my package. <laughs> I will give you all the plays that I make every single day, including I send out some live plays that you know, have about a two-minute grace period. But the good news is I send it right on Telegram, and you just get a notification as soon as it's made. So um, I've had some fun with that. I understand if you can't get a lot done live. I think I'm only doing like one or two live premium plays a week. And usually it's during a commercial time or a halftime where you actually have a lot more time to make the play. But either way, uh, 95% of my bets are made pregame. And we'd really appreciate any of your support to keep the odds breakers going and this website that we've had up since 2017. So either way, thank you, all you listeners out there. Always want to show you my appreciation. Uh, just listening to this show, gaining knowledge, uh, people thank us, and it feels great to hear from you. It feels great to hear questions. If you have a question, we'll, we could read it on the air if you'd like. Or we can just answer it personally. Some people just do not want their questions read on the air. More than happy to uh, help out in any way I can as far as any questions that come in. So here we are going solo. College basketball. Big weekend here. It's a big weekend every weekend. And no football going on this weekend. So Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I should say, is all basically college basketball. I'll do a little UFC as well. I up a few fighters right now. But... Here we are with a massive college basketball slate. So starting with buy low and sell high. All right. Buy low. We have to look at Minnesota again because they were one of the best covering teams in college basketball. I think that's changed a little bit. I'm going to uh, pull up the ATS. And they were leading all of the 362 teams and actually, they still are. They still are. They're 17 and 3 ATS. But, you know, the ranking on Ken Palm is the reason why. And it still really doesn't go up. They've been kind of close to the spreads, a couple lucky ones recently. And uh, they had a nice win against Penn State. They covered at home against Wisconsin. Uh, I believe they covered away against Michigan State in double digits. They lost by 10. I kind of think that they're still a little undervalued. Sitting 84th on Ken Palm, they got Northwestern at home, and Northwestern just off a devastating overtime loss to Purdue. Almost get the upset again. For some reason, Northwestern uh, just matches up very well against Purdue. But now they got a Minnesota team at home looking for another big win. And I think Minnesota could be a spot to bet as a home dog 
coming up this weekend. Now, I would have preferred if Northwestern beat Purdue and I was keep catching them off of a win. So that makes it a little bit more interesting. This line might be a little bit more close to a pick but I think that they could be a back team against Michigan State coming up on Tuesday. And uh, possibly from here on out, they keep getting disrespected. I really like Dawson Garcia. He is a fantastic center down there. Uh, Elijah Hawkins, 36% from three. Not too bad. Uh, Cam Christie, 39% from three. And uh, he shoots quite often. And uh, Mike Mitchell, 37% from three. So they got some shooters. And they will hit. They'll definitely hit in the barn. So they're a team I'm going to look back. And believe it or not, you're going to uh, either disagree or agree with this probably. Uh, Michigan is my other buy low team. They're 91st on Ken Palm right now. Ugly, ugly backing for this. And Juwan Howard might be toast. But these players have to have some sort of integrity. Uh, they have one win since December 16th against Ohio State at home. And now they have a home stretch against Rutgers and Wisconsin. Maybe they catch Wisconsin in a letdown spot if Wisconsin beats Purdue at home on Sunday. So I'm going to be looking at this line. Right now, Ken Palm says seven. I'm guessing the line is going to be five, five and a half. It would be just a hard spot to back Wisconsin and a very nice spot to bet Michigan. So Michigan's on my radar. Uh, they have a Rutgers game at home this weekend, too. I'll be looking towards Michigan. And then Florida. I hope I'm not too late on this. And I leaned them yesterday. They won against Kentucky outright in Kentucky in overtime. But they're only still 31st on Ken Palm. I think they're probably a top 25 team. That's only, what, a point or so, a half point maybe, but here they are going to Texas A&M, and man, has the market been bad on Texas A&M. Uh, Texas A&M just lost at home to Ole Miss, and then Texas A&M as a favorite has just been absolutely terrible. Six and nine as a favorite this year. That's bad. Texas A&M's kind of beat up, but this is more about Florida. Florida's offensive rebounding has been absolutely insane lately. To be able to keep up with Kentucky like that, the way they did, is very impressive. They rank third in offensive rebound percent, uh, percentage and a top second-chance points team. Now, Texas A&M is a great rebounding team too, but if you already have offensive rebound versus offensive rebounding, I kind of like that. Both of them rank the same at defensive rebounding. Florida should be able to clean up their buckets, and Florida just shoots much better, you know? Effective field goal, 51.4%, 131st, Texas A&M, 44.3% effective field goal, ranking 350th. That is terrible. And uh, they better get some of those rebounds. Otherwise, they're going to be in a lot of trouble uh, being favored against this Florida team who already has a nice big upset. Now, unfortunately, it's probably a little bit of a letdown spot for Florida. But hey, Florida is trying to make the big dance. And even if the spread isn't nice enough, for me to bet maybe it's one and a half maybe I'm, i just couldn't quite get there uh at, at three or bigger i would bet him definitely a great spot to look for auburn next week to back on florida uh sell high byu and i have a loss against byu recently when they played texas uh their last game they beat texas by double digits it's just it was more about texas than about byu byu about to go on the road at west virginia 
on Saturday, and they're going to be a double-digit favorite here. West Virginia already has a big upset against Kansas. BYU is a terrible road team. I am going to be looking to fade BYU coming up in the short here. Uh, They have Oklahoma also next Tuesday on the road, so they have a decent road trip and uh, not exactly easy travel. The next team might surprise you a little bit in my sell-high category, and I'm going to sell North Carolina. They're number seven on Kempom, and I know it's like, why are you selling them after a Georgia Tech loss? Well, sometimes when a team's just going on a run and they finally get that nasty loss, it, it, it sticks with them a little bit. You know, it's not uncommon to see them lose two in a row. Hell, they lost to UConn on December 5th and then Kentucky, you know, back to back. So here we are against Georgia Tech. They go to Duke. Actually, sorry, they have Duke at home. And that's why I kind of like uh, possibly being on Duke this game. I don't like Duke as a team, obviously. And I've made that quite clear in my podcast, but liking things and betting are two different things. You separate your emotions from your brain. And I think Duke keeps this close. I expect a great game this Saturday, classic Duke versus North Carolina. And man, Duke has been fantastic on the road. So looking to possibly back Duke, depending upon the number. And Marquette, a little bit too high on Ken Palm at 14. So I can see a few no covers coming up for Marquette. Marquette's good. They're just not like UConn good. I believe they beat Creighton, but that was just more about Creighton. I think that uh, that, that was also at home. And it was a five-point win. I, I think that it goes UConn, uh, Creighton, and then St. John's, and then Marquette probably. Uh, Going to be very interesting, but Marquette definitely don't want to back them on the road. Two of the next three games are on the road. Make sure you look for your spots to fade Marquette. So keep in mind, I don't like to use the same buy low, sell high teams that I did a, a week or two weeks before. So those guys are still kind of in the same category. The Novas, I said to sell high a long time ago when they're in the ranked in the 20s. Um, Gonzaga, I'm not a big fan of. Auburn was a sell high team and they might still be a sell high team. Uh, they obviously lost a couple times, went against them a little bit uh, before. And... Uh, yeah, it, it just keep in mind, I'm trying to find new buy low and sell high teams every single week, but it doesn't mean the ones I mentioned the week before are out of that category necessarily. Let's go to the games for the weekend then. And there's a couple big ones on Friday. Just kind of pulling up Friday's slate here. You got Creighton versus Butler. Uh, I find this an interesting spot. Creighton's going to be probably a 8 to 10 point favorite. I'm not going to back Butler here. I think Butler's kind of one of those teams that are fringing a little bit too high. Uh, they're 14 and 7. They're on a nice little win streak against DePaul, Georgetown, and then an overtime game against Villanova. Now they got to go to Creighton with UConn on deck. Uh, Creighton, they're, they're, uh, I almost put Creighton in the sandwich spot for Butler. You know, they're thinking more UConn than Creighton, especially after they get, get the Villanova win. Man, if anything under 10, I'll be seriously looking towards the, the uh, Creighton spot. Now, Butler, they don't do anything too bad, but they don't do anything too great. Adjusted offensive efficiency, 46. Adjusted defensive efficiency, 83rd. They're just a good meddling power team, right? Uh, they don't get to the free throw line a lot. Now, Creighton, 
they don't make a lot of steals, but they're very good on offense with Cockburner there and Shireman. So, you know, keep that in mind. And Cockburner's playing some dang good defense. This team ranks 38th in offensive efficiency, and there's upside there. And on defensive efficiency, they rank 12th. So, I mean, if Butler can't play some defense, I'm going to seriously be looking to back Creighton on Friday. But let's go to the Big Ten, where I'd like to specialize in. And Ohio State's going to be playing uh, Iowa. Iowa is, I'm projecting minus six. It would not shock me if it was minus seven. Uh, total on this is is 157. Now, man, Ohio State, oh, I, I was a little bit wrong about them when I backed them. Uh, I think it was against Michigan back in the mid-January, but th- there's issues with this team, with, with the motivation, with their second half at Chris Holtman. You know, uh, it's... A good Big Ten game to watch on Friday, but uh, Iowa's also coming off some nasty losses. They lost the last three out of four games, okay? They lost to Indiana at home. Or sorry, they lost Indiana away, but they lost to Purdue at home before that, and then Maryland at home, get an away win against Michigan, and then they lose away at Indiana. They need a home win because they haven't won at home since January 12th against Nebraska. This is normally a very good team at home with uh, Fran McCaffrey there. So here we are, uh, Ohio State. Ohio State, they're not making the big dance. They're not. They have the nice win early against Alabama. That's it. UCLA, that win, not aging well. UCLA ranked 98th in Ken Palm. You know, that, that's it. You know, they, they lost to Texas A&M. They lost to Penn State. They have one win <laughs> since January 3rd against Penn State at home. You know, split with Penn State. Now they have to go to Iowa, and Iowa is a team still trying to make the NCAA tournament. That's very motivated. From a matchup perspective, Ohio State has a near-proximity advantage, ranking 69th to Iowa's 153rd. That's about it. I mean, one player, Zed Key. I mean, that's about it. If you look at the history, uh, Ohio State beat Iowa last year at home away or I'm sorry in the Big Ten tournament on a neutral court they lost with a better team 73 to 69 when they went to Iowa away I overlooked this one they lost 92 to 75 Iowa is just a team that can handle Ohio State and the good thing about Iowa is when they're winning games they tend to get margin because they play fast you know so um when it comes to the fast place teams, they're not being efficient. They're getting, they're playing a better team. They lose by margin. Well, I think they're going to win by margin because of this. So I'm not afraid of a six point spread. Ken Palm has a five. I think it's going to be six. Hell, it could be even seven, but I'll think this is just the spot Ohio state gets up for. I think Ohio state probably gets back up a little bit next Tuesday against Indiana at home. And they probably have a chance to win that game. But this one, I am going to be on Iowa. I'm gonna I would back them all the way up to seven, seven and a half at least. If it gets anywhere past that, I would have to take a look. But uh this is a spot where we're gonna bet Iowa. I'll just call it minus six right now for two point five stars. Moving on to Saturday and nice slate on Saturday. Interesting spots, going to kind of see where these lines end up. I have a few predictions for you and a few plays. Now, what's funny about this is I am actually going dumpster diving for one. 
And then I'm going to maybe the biggest game of the weekend for the next one. Obviously, these are all lines dependent, but let's go dumpster diving. Robert Morris versus Detroit Mercy. Have Mercy is plus seven, total 144. Detroit is one of the two basketball teams out of 362 without a win this year. It is all red. And I can't even believe I'm getting into this game, but believe it or not, Detroit is not even last statistically or one of the last. I mean, I I think that Hasla has them in the 340s. Ken Palm has them uh, four game, four teams from worst, not one of the last two teams. I think that there's a little value in Detroit here. Once in a while, they can hit a mid-range shot. 121st in Haslam metrics at uh, adjusted mid-range shots. And they can still rebound the ball a little bit. 266 on defensive rebounds at Ken Palm. All right, so hear me out here. Robert Morris is not a good team. They're not. Um, Robert Morris struggles against bad teams. And we have proof of that because they struggled against Detroit. They barely beat Detroit on January 17th, three games ago, in double overtime at home. Not only that, they barely beat number 358 St. Francis. 75 to 73. So Detroit's number 359. But I think just the fact that Detroit played them very hard gives them an opportunity to get that first win. I think they kind of understand this team. And you're looking at a five to seven point spread here. The big thing that sticks out to me is Robert Morris turns the ball over, ranking 335th in turnovers. Detroit's not great either, but they at least force turnovers, ranking 160th. That's a big thing for me, that and they're playing at home for some integrity here. There is not too many options to win for Detroit this season. This is probably their second best opportunity to win, and you have to go all the way to when they play I-U-P-U-I-U-E-P-U-E, as Greg likes to say over at VEASAN, uh, they're actually projected to win that game. But assuming Detroit doesn't beat Cleveland State at home when they're about a 10-point projection to lose, I will be on them on Saturday. It's disgusting. It's ugly. But I like it down to plus three points. Yes, let's do it. Take Detroit plus the seven for two stars. Come on, don't bullshit me. Next game, the big one of the weekend, Houston versus Kansas. I'm projecting Kansas plus two and a half at home, total 135. I'm going to be looking for this early, hoping that it's better. Efficiency sites have this all five points by Houston. There's no way this spread is going to be plus five. Um, it's going to be plus two and a half at the fog, maybe even worse, but here we are. I just think that Kevin McCuller, how he sat out last game versus Oklahoma State, soreness in his knee was just a rest spot for coach, right? 
Coach Bill Self said, take the day off. We're playing Oklahoma State. And you know what? It's worth it to do that. But Kansas is at home here. And that's where they really rise to the occasion. They have studs. I think McCullough plays. And maybe just the questionability of him not playing is going to keep the spread within some decent distance here. The main reason why Houston is ranked number one on Ken Palm and other sites is their unrelenting distance and defense. I get that. But it's not like this team was all that impressive in some of their wins. Houston squeaked by a few teams like Texas in overtime. BYU had them until the last minute. BYU choked that game away. And obviously a few losses. But Houston has a poor offense and only shoot 200 first in effective field goal at 49.9%. And that's including all games. This could be dangerous when trying to climb back into a game against a good team like Kansas that can shoot. Uh, We watched them on the road already at Iowa State and TCU scoring in the low 50s against Iowa State and 60s at TCU. They shoot 47.4% effective field goal on the road. Kansas shoots a monster 58.3% at home. And they're just going to have a very raucous crowd for the Cougars to deal with. Houston ranks 356th away from home in Haslametrics. Kansas ranks 54th at home splits on Haslametrics. Kansas gets the win here. I think the wrong team's going to be favored. And uh, this is the big spot for Kansas to shine. Uh, they brought Hunter Dickinson there for a reason. He hasn't had the greatest year, but still, he's a massive beast down low. He's going to disrupt Houston. He's going to be pulling down some rebounds. And uh, I expect this team to uh, beat Houston. I'm, th- I'm thinking they beat him by three points. So we're going to take Kansas plus the two and a half for three stars. And so then I got a call from him saying, we don't have to worry about money no more. And I said, that's good. One less thing. Another big game, North Carolina versus Duke. That's going to be fun. Uh, I'm going to be on Will Hill's show, Should Have Bet More. I'm going to talk a little bit about that one. I'm probably going to have a play in that one as well. Maybe not the side you would expect. And... uh, Alabama-Mississippi State's interesting. Alabama, big win, big comeback against Georgia, but it seems like everybody comes back against Georgia. That was my other loss yesterday, too. I won in Penn State, thank God. But, geez, uh, Georgia stopped choking uh, in the second half there. So I'm interested in looking at what the spread is. Um, Bama's going to be at home. Mississippi State coming off that really tough rivalry loss. Probably going to stay away from it, but found that interesting. Um Miss Michigan State's in a big spot against Maryland here at home, but Maryland has definitely improved offensively and defensively. So anything over 10 is going to be questionable to me. I would consider Maryland in, in that spot. Colorado, Utah is interesting. Utah's had a, that injury to one of their key players. Uh, but, you know, it's been five or six games since then. Colorado, a terrible road team. Utah, a great home team. It like, looks like Utah is favored on the sites or not favored uh, Colorado's favored on the sites. Cause I think Colorado is one of those teams I might've mentioned before that I think is a little bit overrated unless they're at home, 
But uh, it projects Colorado to either lose by one or win by two on, on Ken Palm. So you might get Utah at a pretty cheap price here. I'll be considering taking a look at Utah here on this big slate of games. Ole Miss is going to be disrespected at home. And, man, do they keep cashing tickets. You know, I was on Ole Miss. Sharp side was Mississippi State. And I was pretty happy to uh, get that win a couple days ago here. Now now, uh, Ole Miss is going to be at home against Auburn. And I had Auburn as one of my fade teams. If Auburn's going to be a a five or six point spread like some of these places are predicting, I'll be on Miss. I'll be on Ole Miss, and they might lose this game by three or four points. I don't know, but you can't you can't just get away from Ole Miss uh, at home here. They're another fantastic home team, while Auburn a terrible away team. Another game this weekend: Gonzaga St. Mary's. Staying away from that, I, I would maybe lean Gonzaga. Wouldn't shock me if St. Mary's keeps it close. Uh, St. Mary's is a spot to back when they play Gonzaga towards the end of the year at home. Have that one circled, but I could see Gonzaga getting a little bit of margin. They get some friendly whistles at home, as most of the big teams do. So uh, I'll probably be staying away from that game, but I'll be paying attention to it. It's going to be the late game, 10.30 p.m. Eastern. So uh, interesting game coming up this weekend. Marquette at Georgetown. Marquette's going to be laying a massive number on the road against Georgetown. I'll be keying in on possibly Georgetown on that one. Georgetown has burned me before at home, but I, I still like Ed Cooley, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably end up backing him. Um, BYU West Virginia, interesting spot for West Virginia here. They've been bad this year. What a great spot for them to get some integrity at home against BYU. BYU, a terrible road team. So there's a lot of spots you can pick. UConn at St. John's. Uh, St. John's, can they get it right? They kind of had that. Couple guys with COVID, including their coach Patino, and real ugly loss they had last night. I think that was against Xavier. I think St. John's is a, is a solid team. UConn is the best team. You know, Connecticut could be in a little bit of trouble this weekend against St. John's. You know, that's really that at Creighton, at Marquette. Yeah, UConn still has a pretty tough schedule in the Big East here coming up. You know, they already had some a lot of get, you know big names at home. They had Creighton at home already. They've had Xavier at home already. They had St. John's at home. You know, some of those big names are, have been at home. Uh, Creighton, yeah, and then they were going to have to go to Creighton. I guess they went to Marquette already. No, they didn't. They didn't even play Marquette yet. UConn's just an interesting team. Are they quite as good as last year? No, but I still think they're better than everybody. Unless somebody really sticks out and uh, starts playing some defense and offense. If Houston improves their offense, that would be a big game changer for them. But I just don't see how UConn could be, well, not the favorite in the overall number one seed right now until the end of this Big East schedule. Uh, There's also uh, Purdue, who's going to really show us who they are against Wisconsin this Sunday. So I'm really excited for the Sunday lineup here. I, I have it circled to bet Wisconsin. <laughs> you might just get them at pick them. 
<clears throat> and it's going to be like one of those, geez, well, you know, what do I do with this? It's pick them. That's what I would be if I was a book. I'd put the line at pick and just kind of see where the market goes. But um, no, this is uh, this is going to be a great game for sure on Sunday. The best game on Sunday, uh, hands down. Nebraska uh, is actually kind of the public darling tonight. Uh, and I wouldn't say public darling. I would say they're a sharp darling too. The 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 money is moving in towards Nebraska. Maybe even Wisconsin's the public side. But I find it interesting. It's still a little disrespectful. Um, if Nebraska wins against Wisconsin, which I kind of expect, I wanted to bet Nebraska, but I wanted a three. You know, I didn't get a three. Um, Wisconsin lost at Nebraska in overtime last year. Uh, if Nebraska wins, I'll be looking to fade them against Illinois, most likely on uh, Sunday. But that's going to be um, some interesting basketball on Sunday. Uh, SMU versus UAB. Decent kind of mid-range game. SMU ranked really high in the efficiency sites, but UAB was a good team. Now UAB is ranked 132nd on Haslam metrics. I mean, anything over 10 is a, is a lot, in my opinion. UAB is a pretty good road team. UAB does not have a lot of advantage against SMU, and UAB's defense has faltered this year. It's not what they were in uh, the last two seasons before this. So that's just going to be another interesting spot to look at on Sunday to see where this SMU UAB line is. Uh, Arizona Stanford, that's not even worth discussing. Arizona, you are on my radar to fade. It's just not yet. Maybe next week you'll be my fade team next week because you are definitely uh, overrated at number four on a lot of these efficiency sites, in my opinion. I think you have a lot of offense. I think your defense definitely needs work. And very inconsistent team. What does uh, Haslam rank Arizona in consistency? Let's pull that baby right up right now. 242nd in consistency. So, yeah, their momentum's kind of dead after that Oregon State loss. 359th in momentum, but at least they came back and beat Oregon. We'll see what Arizona does tonight against uh, Cal at home. I'm expecting a blowout. They'll kind of regain some of that momentum and then we will fade them again starting next week so that's what i have for college basketball if you have any questions about any games love to answer that kyle hunter joey van vacatis and myself have been doing these uh, uh twitter spaces uh monday or tuesday usually we did one on friday before just be looking for our tweets uh having a good crowd in there probably 20 to 30 people at all times, maybe a total of 40 show up. Some people leave, some people, you know, come in late. But uh, we've been really having a great time with it. I had Georgia as my dog to win outright, and I was wrong. But Kyle had Chattanooga, Joey had uh, Florida, and they nailed their dogs to win outright. Actually, Penn State was my other one, and they won outright as a seven-point dog, so I wish I picked them, but... Uh, those have been a lot of fun and Kyle and I have had a lot of success picking dogs, uh, decent sized dogs has to be five points or more to win outright in the past. So if you can, please tune into spaces and, uh, usually probably like 11 Eastern, uh, eight Pacific is when we do our show, check it out for Monday or Tuesday. Now let's talk a little NFL Super Bowl props with our wonderful guest from doc sports and mybookie.com, Mr. Raphael Esparza. 
This segment was brought to you by AG1. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash oddsbreakers or click on our podcast episode description. Now I'm very happy to welcome back a wonderful handicapper, odds maker, and longtime friend of the show who works on both sides of the window. You know him from his work at mybookie.com and his great plays and insights at docsports.com. Very happy to bring back Mr. Rafael Espaza to the R's, <laughs> to the odds breakers. You can follow him on X at VSI Doc Sports. Raf, man, we have a Super Bowl. I'm guessing you're going to go to all the parties, you're hanging out with Little John and Shaq, and and, and going woo woo. In, is that is that the plan? Uh, parties, no. There's only one party that I told the company that I'll be working with at Media Row that I might <laughs> go to. I might go to Shaq's party. I, that's the only one that I and, and I won't even stay long. I would probably just maybe take a picture at like the media wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and go in and maybe see if I can get a picture of him DJing or something. And then deuces, I'm out. But uh, I'm not going to do all the parties. I'm not. I don't even think Monday when you get to go to the stadium and see the stadium and uh, interview the players at the media stuff. Like I don't even know if I'm going to go to that one. Just because <laughs> people don't understand that. Yeah, I'm going to have to do all these media hits, but I still have to do all my props, all my stuff at docs. All, and so I don't have like. I just don't want to spread myself too thin. It's not like I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to talk to Patrick Mahomes one on one. I mean, now if that if I, that was the case, then I would go. But uh, so I might not even tend that one. But it should be very interesting. I'm dreading the traffic uh, of Vegas. Uh, it's probably why I'm having cold sweats just thinking about <laughs> being there that weekend. Is the traffic because I've been in that traffic for twenty plus years. I mean, I've known what the traffic is like. Uh, I'm really, really scared of the traffic. You poor locals. You know, you know what's funny about locals, and I'm not saying you, but it's it, it, what brings them in is the excitement when you're young to move to Vegas, and it's and it's every, different for everybody. But then they get completely sick of it, and they're just like, "Screw F1, screw this, this is terrible. I'm sick of this." They don't even go to clubs no more. You know, I mean. I, I remember my young days. I loved it. I love Vegas, right? It was it was kind of the time during the Swingers movie, right? Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. It was just that's kind of what was going through my mind when I was 22, 23 years old, you know, and completely changed. Now it's like I, I want to be if there's any place I want to be far away from, it's Vegas in the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> Watching it with a couple buddies and some brews and just relaxing with some good food, man. That's that's how I want to see it. Well, yeah, I'll be out. Uh, I'm out. I'm not going to the game. Uh, so I'll be definitely uh, once the media road day hits is over on Friday. I'm I'm leaving. Yeah, so, I, so, and, and, and I know that. And it's funny. I had, I had to bust your balls a little bit about uh, you partying in Vegas. You're you're one of the last people no. yourselves that like to do no. that. So so that's no, funny. But it's funny. I bet there's a, there's a lot of young people that wish wish they were in your shoes though and had some of those passes and some of those. Uh, available available events to their disposal especially i'm sure with some people flying in but price is going to be jacked up and uh that's just how it is in vegas uh i i prefer uh you know 
off weekends are probably best, in my opinion. Maybe I really like week zero, and that's where I'm there every year. Of course, I'm signing up for the circuit and doing all the circus stuff then. But week zero is great because you got a couple games. It's not overcrowded yet. Nice and easy, easy and easy out. But either way, we have a Super Bowl, and there are prop bets galore. And I checked out youcanbetthat.com. How are things going over there, and uh, what's new? You can bet that. It's good. It's going good. I mean, a lot of the crazy stuffs, I think, is the ones that people are, like, clicking on. Like, the AVN Award odds that I did for the Porn Awards, probably one of the highest ones, <laughs> the highest <laughs> clicks I got. So, I mean, because no disrespect to the people who are either following it or are clicking on it or anything there. But people just don't realize that you can actually bet on stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, I have Super Bowl average. Advertisement betting odds on there now, like the commercial that I posted that and stuff like that. But it's like the Tournament of Champions, the Food Network. That's that right, right now. That's the number one click hit that I've ever done on the site. As soon as I put that out there and I tagged Guy Ferrari and his son Hunter, who I who who I've been texting back and forth about it and stuff like that. Food Network won't let us won't let them talk about that. Hey, I have there's odds out for this. Uh, I was trying hmm. to see if maybe they could squeeze. Like oh so and so is the favorites uh, or, or stuff like that. So uh, I was uh, I was trying to, but that's one that's probably been my so far best uh, thing that's on there. So uh, it, it's fun. I, I like doing it, and I want to tell people that most of the some of these odds I have not done. I just find them, and I just want people to know that hey, you know, you can actually bet this one uh, and stuff like that. This is the place you can go and, and stuff like that. But uh, I enjoy it just because. I, 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 I my, my big thing is now trying to make someone laugh a, a day. I mean, yeah. this, this, some of these are not like the, oh, honey, can I have a, a raise on my allowance? I want to bet the Food Network or stuff like that. If I can make someone laugh just one day, maybe he's having a bad day or you who's watching TV in the stands and a little phone because his son's got a triple header and he's got to go to another game afterwards and all that. If you go home and you see what I just posted because you're on my email list, if I made you laugh like at 11 o'clock at night before you go to bed, my job has been uh, satisfying. You have quite a few times, so keep it up, man. Great job over there. And I, I love some of the crazy stuff you have. Why don't you? Th- I, there's some food stuff you say. What, what are some of the more exotic props you have going on? For the Super Bowl or just in general? Uh, let's, let's go general first and then Super Bowl. Uh, for, I'm working on more movie prop bets. Uh, there's some good movie ones. Good movie ones. Dune two comes out, so I'm gonna be uh, doing some stuff. I like that two. first movie, and I'm glad you brought that up. My wife and I had no idea that movie was coming out, so we're like, we saw the preview. It was like, okay, that might be one that will bring us to our the movie theater once every two years. <laughs> yeah, so I'm working on that. Some Beetlejuice two uh, stuff like that. Uh, I'm probably gonna do more Food Network. Uh, odds, I think, because uh, I like I said, I got really good, good responses and stuff like that. And then, of course, it's award season. I'm probably gonna put up some uh, some Oscar prop bets. I mean, we have Oscar odds out, but I'll probably do uh, how many will Oppenheimer win uh, and stuff like that. So we'll put up some more Oscar odds. Uh, I like that. But like, well, well, but you can you know me. I'm always on social media. If something bad happens or stuff like that, uh, I'm gonna try to be the first one to post something weird. That then, but again. It's political season, so after the Super Bowl, uh, I'm going to be poking my eyes out to see Dumb and Dumber go head-to-head, and uh, I got to do Senate (laughs) races and governor races and stuff like that. There's a lot of, uh, well, Georgia legalized sports game. That that could be on a ballot, so I'll probably do some stuff uh, on that as well. Some other states are trying to legalize marijuana, but we're to do stuff on that if that passes and stuff 
stuff. So political season is one of my busier seasons. So uh, I have to, I'll be diving into that once uh, Super Bowl's over. Busy, busy, busy. And pivoting to the Super Bowl, yeah, I'm guessing that one star might be keeping you a little bit busy right now from what, <laughs> what we said earlier. Yeah, I mean, everyone asked me during the AFC NFC Championship, who who do I like? Who do I like? And I did like the Baltimore Ravens, not because who they were playing, but I was the biggest Baltimore Raven fan last week, just because I did not want Kansas City in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I knew that I would have to do so much research on on Taylor Swift's airline from her show from Tokyo or Japan, and at what time is she going to get? And I had done odds on what the temperature of the airport's going to be. Uh, uh, and stuff like that. So, uh, wow. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, and I don't dislike Taylor Swift. Everyone thinks, oh, why are the Swifties are going to come back? I like Taylor Swift. I, I'm glad these, these two are still together. I don't think it's, I think it is an actual relationship. Cause if this was just a, a plug and stuff like that, they would have, they would have broke up week six, week seven, or, or, or something like that. They've been going out for the whole football season. So, I, I believe this is not a publicity stunt or stuff like that. Uh, they are dating or whatever, but I was I just didn't not want to do research on what color lipstick would she wear uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. What, jer- what my, jersey is she gonna? You don't have to. My wife knows all that already. So, like I said, you could have just called her and she would have gave you all the information that you needed. Uh, uh, she she tries to be a kid again sometimes with these uh, young pop artists, but uh, either way, she said she always wears red. So um, I, I let her. Yeah, I, she's. Yeah, you wed's a thousand. Uh, I give some uh, Will Taylor Swift show cleavage, yes or no, on that one. Will Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes wear matching tops? Uh, Will Taylor Swift and Jackson Mahomes, the guy, the second to worst guy I hate uh, in, in Kansas City, uh, just because I think he's an idiot, uh, Patrick's brother. Will her and uh, Taylor Swift do a TikTok video? Uh, before uh, before the game, at halftime of the game, and after the game, so it's three separate prop bets uh, <laughs> on that one. So yeah, so it's it's. But I want to no disrespect to FanDuel Canada or FanDuel, but sometimes you should leave prop bets to. I don't want to say the professionals, and I'm not close to a professional. I'm not saying I'm a professional. I think you are. But they but they put out a prop bet uh, a couple of days ago. Will. Travis Kelsey proposed to Taylor Swift. Yes, I saw it. Yep. Uh, after the game, they opened it up at minus two twenty-five. That should have been minus a thousand, minus two thousand, minus three thousand. Uh, I think what I heard, they were only to the no minus two twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, the no <laughs> minus two twenty-five. And last time I checked, it was minus four thousand. I mean, that should have been the opening number because first of all, Kansas City has to win the game. Second of all, I'm sorry. This is Taylor. Taylor Swift is not going to get engaged after a football game. Oh, uh, it's so I, cheesy. You can't. They yeah, can't. I just don't. Yeah, I just I, that number was so wrong, and I couldn't find anybody, any of my Canadian friends. First of all, I found out Draft uh, FanDuel Canada was only you can only bet on Ontario. So uh, all my friends don't live in Ontario, so they were telling me that. I'm like, oh, so I couldn't find anybody to get me down on that action. Yeah, it moved pretty, pretty quick, and I didn't see it either on my FanDuel. I got a lot of other ones, though, um, some bad ones. It's FanDuel Canada. It's only in FanDuel Canada, not well, FanDuel USA. I will, say, I will say FanDuel's limits are a lot higher than a lot of stuff out there, but um, that could be to their detriment, too. I don't see any set list stuff out there, but we'll see if uh, that pops in later today. Uh, but, you know, let's go back to uh, a lot of these props. Where could 
where can our listeners and viewers see those props? Uh, some of them are, are, are over at my bookie right now. And you know the industry. If one book puts out one, the other one puts out that and maybe add one. I, I can say that right now. I mean, I saw some bet online ones that I that I took. And then I added two more kind of in, the, you know, like uh, two more with that. Dirondra, uh, stuff like that. If they had one for CMC, okay, then I had one for the two running back for Pinchenko uh, and stuff like that. So you kind of like want to see what other books and all that and maybe add two or three of your own kind of the same basis and stuff like that. And I'm sure other books do the same thing, okay? okay. While Raphael over at my book, he put this pre- this cross sports prop bet. Let's take it and then let's do two other ones in that one. Because people forget that there's a boxing there. Tafimo Lopez is fighting Thursday in Las Vegas uh, on that. So I put up a, a prop bet. Was talking to a buddy over mine at Caesars. He's like, "Oh wow, I like that one." I saw he put it up, and then he put like three other boxing prop bets. Uh, uh, up there. I don't know if Caesars has all their cross sports up yet, uh, but we were going back and forth yesterday. So not that many people know about that. And I did not put my UFC crossover bets uh, probably after right after this weekend's uh, uh, prep bets, even though uh, I don't like to put them too early because sometimes, you know, you get whacked early and then you're trying to chase money early. So I'll probably put those up maybe Tuesday or Wednesday okay. of next week. So, you know, I me mean, cross sports. I love the cross sports bets yeah. and stuff like that. Masters. Uh, and all but that. I think this year, so many big names uh, is probably going to be some books are probably had the biggest, probably prop number. Uh, and I just because it's so I mean, you got Taylor Swift, you have halftime of Usher, who's done it before. You have CMC, Brock Purdy. They're a hell stack. You have Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City being there. Uh, you got so many names and so many different options to make prop bets. I think as some books are going to have probably the biggest number of props out. You know, it's kind of hard to find them too. I mean, sometimes they move them all over the place. If books have listed a different place. Some are specialty props. Some are called yes. novelty props. And like they're in different places in every book, right? Well, you have to now. Uh, I'll explain this because I I would tell people this. Okay, now that everyone's pretty much other places you can go online you don't have to go to sportsbooks anymore like if you click the game you can see all you, there, there'll be a number right here on 240 properties you click it and now have all the receiver pride like receiving yards total touchdowns so those are kind of novelty props or play, or game props or player props okay. then they'll add more especially now here for the super bowl that we call it special props or whatever they want on there because those ones that you got in the game every game the like nba nhl and all those those are all computer generated that pretty much a formula puts in it spits out the names and stuff like that and all you do is just putting the numbers in and now if you wanted to add will cmc have two fumbles uh, in the game. Now you have to actually physically go in the system, type it all out, put the numbers in, put the max limits, put the minutes uh, limits in, stuff like compared to all the player prop bets that you can do in the NBA, NFL week three, and stuff like that. You can set the limits in months in advance. Hmm. Wow. Months of me. There you go. That's some of those stuff. Yeah, it is computer generated. You're right. Um, so if I was looking for like halftime props would i click on my bookies would i click on specialty props what would i click on i think those will come up as halftime prop halftime bets okay super bowl coin toss okay yep my bookie has a little they have actually they actually have national anthem props taylor swift props has her own category (laughs) and uh yep mvp props now, I can tell you that they're behind from the people who are back there putting it in the system because I put in, I sent in some crossboards today, and the the text message I get was the laughing face emoji, and 
we are working as hard as we can. That's what the <laughs> that's what the text that's what the text was going. So I don't know how many people they have there working. I try not. To, I tried to like send them text messages of jokes. Hey, have a good day. Thank you for all the work you do and all that. Because I know I've been there. I was when I first got in this job, Caesar's Palace. I was a sports admin. My job was to put in everything in a computer. Right. And it's it's uh, you have to proofread it, spell check it, make sure the numbers correct. Uh, have someone else look at it, make sure the money lines are. It's it's a long, tedious. Right job so i when people are like how come all your prop bets on them i'm like because we only have five guys that's typing on there and someone next to them has to proofread what he just did to make sure everything is correct it's not like uh it's it's a very very tedious job it is a tedious job and we respect you for it because we love it and it's great to just have more and more things to bet on now that betting has been legalized in most of these states so great job over there but unfortunately i'm gonna have to make you work a little bit harder Ralph, because I, I have some props for you that you, you need to add. Okay? That's why I got my pen and paper, and I'm writing them down. <laughs> all right, all right. Number one, I have Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off during the game like he did with the Bills. Now, I searched for this one. I didn't see it. So him there actually is, taking his there shirt off. Oh, I You know, I had this idea two days ago, and I wrote it down for this. But maybe somebody else had the idea too. But having his actual shirt off, what, what is it like? Minus uh, four hundred to the no, minus six hundred to the no, something crazy. Jason Kel, uh, Jason Kelsey to be shirtless during the game. Uh, the no opened up at minus one sixty five. It's already up to minus three fifty. Okay, because I would definitely go no, being what the, the that's the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I agree. He also lost the Super Bowl, so I'm sure he's like, maybe should be a little bit timid there. Come on, you can't be just ripping your shirt off, dude. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how many uh, beers he pounds. So if he pounds enough beers, anything can happen. So that is also anything true. can happen. That's true, and it's indoor. Okay. so it's not like it's cold. So, so I was going to ask you to add: Will Tony Romo say any anything utterly incompetent during the broadcast? But the yes on that is minus like twenty thousand. So, yeah. so, so, uh, I, you know, that's not going to work. Uh, you know, I, I don't think uh, you'll, you'll get. We got burned on Tony Romo prop bets this first Super Bowl he did. Uh, we we had to pay a lot of tight colors because it looked like one color on someone's TV and someone's. So yeah, it's uh, we uh, kind of faded away on some of Tony Romo. Uh, uh, profits just because uh, we got the, a little bit burnt on them. Now, like we have like. Uh, how many times will Roger Goodell be shown? That's a broadcast. We put that under broadcast, uh, stuff like that. But uh, no, Tony. I mean, you know, what? I'm going to write that down there. Tony Romo props. I might do a couple. Okay. Well, why don't you do this one? Tony Romo. Or, will Tony Romo or Jim Nance bring up the Cowboys during the broadcast? Being that Tony Ooh. played for the Cowboys, so that's one that I thought might be worth throwing out there because I think that one could be. Not completely to the no. I think there's a shot that during your days at the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas is supposedly America's team. Well, that's what the, they, they've always said. Um, <laughs> but I, I think I think there's a chance the Cowboys get brought up. Um, I'll try to think of some more Romo ones. But how about this? The over-under on number of sports books being televised – you know, going into a commercial and stuff like that, or coming back into the game, they'll show everybody cheering at a sports book. I would set the over under on one and a half if I was going to set that, and probably pretty close so to sports book commercial sports books commercials. No, no, actual sport like it's Vegas. So 
you got to think that CBS is going to have to eat that up a little bit and show sports books, you know, have a camera. Oh, a sports live book. sportsbook feed? Li- live sportsbook feed. Okay. You know, 15, 20 seconds. I would probably go to under because it's so hard to get approval to get a picture inside of a sportsbook during a live event. You know, maybe so, but uh, I mean, that's what Vegas and the only reason is- why Circa can get away with that because they actually show the outside, which if they put a drone and all that, that's not casino space. The outside like if they show of the it. pool, like if they show the pool and the pictures and all that. Okay, I, I, I guess would would that you count? can actually get away with that because that's not inside. It, would that count as a sports book though? Too. Um, uh, yeah, that's. I think I'll look into that one. Okay, yeah, I thought that might be interesting because I would figure that they'd be really missing out by not showing Vegas life about sports during the biggest sporting event in the year. So that's an interesting one. How about this? Will there be shots of Fremont Street area in Vegas? I would say yes. I put that. How many shots? Uh, that was like someone that put that in uh, in one of our inbox. How many times would they show Fremont Street? Okay, well, look at that. You got all kinds of people helping out in these prots. Um, that's cool. All right, so. Here's the final one I have. Um, will the annoying and overused phrase, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, oh. be used during the game? <laughs> that's a good one. Well, that's a good one. Will Tony Romo say what happens in Vegas stays in okay, Vegas? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would say that because he is kind of that <laughs> that unpredictable and uh, haphazard, let's call him. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, that that would be. I, awesome. I like that one. That's that. Ooh, that would be a hard one. What do you think? Oh, I can see him saying that, so that you can't really make a bad number because I can see. Yeah, I mean, I, the no would be the favorite, but you can't really make it that high of a favorite because he's probably he's it, probably like this right now on a pen and paper. Ooh, I got a good one for the broadcast. Yeah, what like, happens like, in the, Vegas stays. The, the in people Vegas. have never heard this phrase before. <laughs> Thinking he's all smart right now and cunning. I probably have to make it like two might the no at minus two fifty and stuff like that because I don't want to get burned on the yes because I can actually see him saying it and laughing at it saying it because he probably thinks no one else has ever heard it before. I know, I know, dude. Oh God, um, it's almost I like that one. Yeah. All right. Good. Hey, you can yeah. if you name it under uh, after us, you get a bonus. Bonus, don't you? I'll send it in the mail. You get a bonus check. So you do that. All so, right. so make sure. Uh, that. Um, Checks in the mail. Yeah, it, it, and like I was gonna ask you about that crazy proposal prop. Holy cow! How how insane is that one? I hope they get burned on that a little bit. Um, let's all right. Let, let's get into the game then. Um, obviously, coin toss. We've talked about that a million times. Books should be offering it at minus one hundred, plus one hundred, even money, whatever. Um, any any thoughts on the kickoffs? It's funny. This kickoff return I saw at one book, and it might have been FanDuel was giving one hundred to one on the kickoff return. But you look at these kickers; they're kicking through the end zone, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, maybe back in five years ago that you does something a lot of people would look at, but now, I mean, with the new rules, and they don't want people running at punts and kickoffs and stuff like that. I, I highly now punt return. Yes, I remember when Devin Hester ran a punt return. I was working at Aria. Man, we cashed that ticket like there was no tomorrow. Oh, oh we got crushed on that prop bet. Oh. I remember I was working at Aria, uh, and I remember the Super Bowl party downstairs kept on running out of first cash. Kid, that. First, right away. That must have just had yeah. people freaking partying uh, after that one. Uh, I feel. Yeah. Uh, I just got a cold. I just got a cold <laughs> sweat just thinking about it. 
Oh, I wish I was there. Dude. I mean, I, I remember where I was watching it because as a big Bears fan, but um, uh, that was that was something else. And of course, then uh, Rex Grossman happened after that, uh, and then Peyton Manning. So. What about, uh, okay, so these Taylor Swift uh, props, there's a ton of them, right? Um, why don't you, yes. why don't yeah. you, my, my, so here's what I did. Being that the limits are low, I let my wife kind of have at it. She went to a bunch and, you know, and bet what we could or what, what we were allowed to anyway. And she, I, I just let her have some fun with it. And I think that's what it's all about, you know, is getting the wife involved and getting them more involved in the game. So it's kind of cool that you did do that. You know, now, now it's not like it's just me. Uh, about sports during the Super Bowl because we had you know kids running around playing sports probably during the Super Bowl, but yeah, she'll be a little bit more invested in the game, and I think that's cool. I think she bet the person she's next to, so I have to pull up the, those odds because to be honest with you, I don't even know her name. <laughs> I think it's uh, there. Okay, she bet she bet uh, Mahomes' wife, one of them at plus three hundred, and and uh, I'll have to find the odds for the other ones, but she bet that. And her first song, um, it wasn't the popular ones. It was. Uh, I'll have to. I'll give. I'll be, get back to you on that. What? What are the? What is? What are people mostly betting for the Taylor Swift props? Is what I'm trying to ask too. Uh, we put up some new ones uh, on other sites that I did. That, that's. Still, I'm still waiting for my book to put on it. We put some Grammy ones up because the Grammys are Sunday. Uh, February fourth. So we put up. Well, will she wear a red dress uh, for the Grammys to represent the Kansas City Chiefs uh, for the Super Bowl and stuff like that? We put where who should be seen. Uh, will CBS tra- show her travel plan from Japan to the Super Bowl? Uh, so that that's how people are a lot of betting that 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 yes opened or the no opened up at minus four dollars is already up to minus seven dollars. I saw. Uh, someone that's uh, copied it on that as well. So it, you said it. Swift's first person show next to Donna Kelsey is plus two fifty now. Uh, Brittany Mahomes three to one. Jason Kelsey four to one. Which he should be like six to one. There's no way he's sitting next uh, to Britney uh, Britney Spears. So he'll be sitting next to his wife and probably his mom. I don't think she's, he's going to be sitting. Uh, right, right. She, she actually bet on Kara Delavine. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Kara Delavine. Who is that? She's an actress. Okay. Uh, they must be buddies, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, they're uh, good friends. I, it's got to be someone. I would not be shocked if it's either uh, Scott Swift or or uh, Brittany Mahomes. I, w- I would be – you would figure the network would probably tell, hey, can you guys be close together and stuff. You, you figure someone's going to tell them to like, hey, you know, we're going to be showing you a lot on TV – uh, and stuff. Uh, she's going to blow out because remember, we would have every Gis- Giselle. How many times would a TV show Giselle? And one year they showed her zero times. I think when I think when Tom Brady won in Tampa, they didn't show her zero times. That way, I guess we should have known that the, the marriage was on the rocks. <laughs> then <laughs> on that one. So uh, this is totally different. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, I, uh, so I think uh, we put on the My Bookie. How many times would they have show Taylor Swift? And I did this as a joke, and they actually posted it and did a graphic. They put minus ten thousand too many times. So, oh. <laughs> so uh, uh, they did it just because I, I didn't want to do it because I I would not be shocked if it's over ten times. If 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 Kelsey scores two touchdowns, let's figure two times. If he does something good, if Kansas City's blowing him out, or I'm sure they're gonna show her day. 
dancing to Usher at halftime or something like that. I have a feeling they're, she, they're probably going to show her more than eight times or even t- probably maybe double digits. Oh, dude, for sure. I, I, I have no idea we even what to think about how much money the NFL is making off this. And um, it's it's been a, a distraction to a, a, a sports better, I think. <laughs> and, and, and that's why she gets all the crap. It's like, we don't really, we're, we're having all these funny pictures like her on a Madden cover and stuff. And I, I chuckle at it. It's, we're not, it's not about Brittany, or it's not about uh, uh, Taylor. It's just about the media making it way too much. You know, I, that's what I think. And the truth is, is that, you know, I I care less about um, the relationship, really. I don't know her as a person. My wife likes her music, so I'm happy for that. I'm sure she's a good person. Or I think so, anyway. But, you know, I, I think people are wrong when they say, quit, quit, like, don't go in so extreme. Because people are just poking fun at the whole thing. The truth is, if I'm her, I'm embarrassed by it. Because I feel an obligation almost because the NFL is using me now. And I kind of have to be there, yet I'm getting made fun of because of that. Uh, I, I wonder if she's getting some uh, something on the back end here or something. It makes you wonder. But uh, uh, I don't think she's getting anything in the back. She doesn't need any um, money on the does back end. She makes, she makes more money than Patrick Mahomes does. Yeah, if, I mean that's so, if, if I'm her, I'm like, dude, kid, just I would yeah. almost like be hidden during the game, um, and and just don't don't tell them where I'm at. Of course, everyone will search her out, but uh, yeah, I, I almost feel bad for her on that aspect of it. To be honest with you, so my wife bet, look what you made me do that, and that's plus four seventy five. Um, I I I don't know that song. Um, but I I I have to think that at least she took one that's not the favorite. I guess anti hero is the favorite. And then shake yeah. it, shake it off, which I think is the older one. I don't know why they would have that one second. I figure the old, the newer ones would go first. But there you go. We'll see if she 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 cashes on that, and uh, we can have a great day from the wife standpoint, my man. So keep pumping I do them like out. with the prep it. If, I do like to prep it. Travis Kelsey receptions to try Taylor Swift's live shots. Okay, receptions to live shots. That's yeah. that's 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 very creative. But I have no idea how to predict that. I feel like. <laughs> That's the variance <laughs> of uh, Carolina playing uh, the Colts. <laughs> I, I just, I don't even, it's, it's like sometimes those games are just an NBA yeah. game where five guys are questionable. It's like, I, I just feel like there, I have no way of, of even looking into it. But We're trying to pick a St. Mary's Gales total at home. Some days they go over, <laughs> some days they hold the opponent to 30 points. Oh my God, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good, pretty good one. It's uh that's the Gales are very efficient yet play slow, kind of like Wisconsin. Wisconsin the same way, very efficient. So they're hitting everything, but they're just playing slow. Very strange. Um, good stuff. Well, let's move on to the next segment here, which is a little bit more about uh, coin toss and so no national anthem. That's what we're on national anthem. What is it? Eighty six seconds for Reba. Now I heard that people were digging back and found her from nineteen seventy four when she yes. was a kid singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> she was like a minute. Yeah, it, opened, it opened up at 84 and a half and got bet up to 86 and a half. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we have the, of course, her primary color of hat, primary color of boots uh, and stuff like that. But I will jump ahead. At least us over at my bookie, I am not putting up the halftime prop bets until at least we have them ready to go. I'm not putting them up until Wednesday, Thursday, because last year's halftime show got leaked got crushed on I should well I shouldn't say crushed we lost badly on it you don't want to lose too bad on prop bets but it was an ugly red uh after that so the Rihanna uh, one or the one before 
Brianna won. Okay, both I, of them. We've lost back. Yeah, to the, back. the one before I had that info too, so I was I was happy. So to I'm not, I am waiting <laughs> till either Thursday or Friday to put it out. I don't care if customers are mad, because I, I, I don't want to explain myself. Hey, I didn't leak it out, or, or uh, I was doing something else when I found out and stuff like that. I couldn't because I'm not there. I'm not in there in the establishments behind the counter. If I was there, I could shut it off or readjust. Just send us. Just send usher a text and ask him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know Raymond that well, but uh, so. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so people who are listening over at my bookie, we will not be putting our halftime show out until Thursday, Friday, because I don't want the ball. Okay, here's the weird thing. Here's the weird thing about Usher, and um, I, I actually put the max I could on two of the things. It's if Ludacris is going to be there, and if Little John's going to be there. Well, I can arguably say, arguably say, yeah, his his best song. And both Little John and Ludacris are in it. And what the hell else do these guys have to do? Little John's in Vegas all the time anyway. How is he not going to be there? You know, I mean, so, and you got plus 200 and plus 300. I could hit both or hit one of them and make a profit. So I'm okay with that. Now, obviously, the limits aren't big, but that's what I did. I just bet them both. You know, only thing that scares me so far, all the ones I really thought they were going to bring out, someone didn't. Justin Timberlake didn't. Uh, it's, Every uh, one we, of Usher's songs has somebody I else know, in the I know, but Rihanna had a lot of collaborations. Justin Timberlake, everyone was betting Jay-Z was going to show up or someone from NSYNC was going to show up. Uh, and they went solo. So, I mean, I understand now Rihanna not being pregnant. Being I solo understand. She was pregnant. I, yeah. She was, I, I understand that one, but it would not shock me if Usher just – does the whole show by himself. Uh, Bruno Mars, same thing. He didn't have anybody uh, with them. Uh, I think the only time they had one well, was... Well, Bruno Mars doesn't they, have a lot of cl- collaboration. A lot of his stuff is pretty solid him. I know, but if you're a Super Bowl, you kind of want a big pop and stuff like that. Okay, so here's an, but here's also the reason why I don't like Yeah for the first song is because I feel like the first song Usher does has to be without somebody. It's it's like this is about you at the Super Bowl. Now you bring your homies in later, right? But yeah. then, but the first one, most of these songs have somebody. So Will I Am's in like one, the Oh My God one, I guess. And I, I tried to do this research this morning. Uh, I used to listen to some Usher, but uh, it, it's it's uh, kind of I forgot a lot of stuff. But I, I guess I was just trying to think of like the songs that nobody else is in. I, I think My Way might be one. There's just a lot of them that has collaboration. So I just don't want to bet, yeah. Ooh, my way moved up to plus 105. Yep, plus 105 now. Oh, Jesus. So that, that happened today. Okay, because that was yep. way down there. I, sh- I guess I should have bet it. <laughs> Maybe that's good. I like, will Usher, I like will Usher give a shout out to Taylor Swift. No, he won't. Uh, I will no, say, man. I will definitely say yeah. no on that one. Um, he's probably one of those people that might be a little sick of it too, I would think. But, um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Color of his chain, color of his shirts and shoes, just like it was last year. I thought year. sunglasses minus three three to one or minus $3. I still think, even though it's minus $3, I think it's uh, that's a good number. That's a bad number. I think it should be like five to minus five to minus six. I don't think he's going to come off sunglasses. Oh, is he? I don't, I don't see him. Most of the stuff that, in contrary, he always had shades on. So he will come out in sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they, 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 he will come out in sunglasses. I would not, I would not want to bet against that one. And they're not letting me bet my way. Hmm. I'm going to have to call them. 
<laughs> we'll have to call and complain. Sharp, sharp, sharp. You're probably watching the show. I hit raise max, risk max limit. Oh, whatever. Forget it. We'll have to move on. They don't want me to bet it. Um, let's talk about the game, and we can talk about some oh, bets. I know it's game. freaking boring. Well, you know what's funny about the handicap in this game? It, you, you, it's power versus like the the I, I, I guess experience, right? Power versus experience, and uh, you know it, it, how creative is your handicap? Because you got the creative side with Mahomes being stud, best quarterback we've seen since Brady, and uh, really great coach and Andy Reid, amazing Spagnola, defensive coordinator. You got all these boxes that you can check but then you say yards per play it's like niners point point 0.8 advantage net yards per play they have a massive advantage running the ball and um but the niners look suspect the last couple games against good teams it's just such an interesting handicap yeah i i have the niners by two and a half points personally what about you yeah i mean i don't know if i'm i i like the 49ers i just i don't like the way they've been starting off so slow I mean, it, it, that kind of worries me. I mean, granted, they've come back and uh, and won those games, but it, it scares me a bit that how well they slow. But if you like San Francisco, I've been telling people, if you like San Francisco, then why don't you take the over at 47.5? If you like KC, you figure KC does, cannot have Kansas City score 24 or more points against them. Right, right. If you like KC, you have to. it's probably going to be an under game. Keep uh, 49ers less than 24. Well, that's the like whole 20, thing. That's the whole yeah. thing. You got to close to a pick'em game, and it's like it's hard to bet these props over under if they can go each way, right? It, it's it's real interesting. Casey nineteen and one unders in the fourth quarter, right? Uh, I used to always bet first half under, second half over, and it's been killing for the last five years. But this is the one I'm scared of. I still bet the first half under, but I I, I am not sure if I'm betting the second half uh, over this year. I do like the first half uh, under. I think the, both teams, I think 49ers are going to try to establish CMC really early, run the ball really early. I think Pacheco, same way on the other side. And you, you figure if you're Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, run the ball, try to keep that high power offense of the 49ers uh, off the field. Uh, I don't think I don't think we're going to see big plays being established right away. I don't think Kelsey's going to be – Shot out of the cannon in the first half, like we saw against Baltimore, which everyone thinks that oh, Kansas City beat Baltimore. I know Kansas City, but it's the, people are talking about that game like Kansas City won thirty-four to ten. Yeah. If Flowers doesn't drop that ball at the goal line, we may be having a different conversation. Oh, uh, and then right. Lamar thrown into triple coverage. Yeah, we might have a totally different. So yeah, hats off. The best team won that game. Kansas City was the best team that day. No, I'm not saying that they were not. They got lucky or whatever, but the way. They're talking about how Kansas City won on the road uh, with Patrick Mahomes, stuff like that. And they're making it sound like it was a 34 to 10 game, which they didn't score in the second half. They had an easy schedule, man, because the, the, the Miami was banged up massively on defense. Miami, uh, same with Buffalo, just linebackers galore was gone. And that's just such a key position, you know, especially Pacheco had a field day against them. Now, the Niners have a little bit more issues against the run with Farrell out, but. Chase Young, I'd say the coach better get on him and learn him how to stop the run a little bit. But you still got Fred Warner there. And, uh, you know, it's just I'm not buying. They don't use Pacheco on the ends as much. They throw him up the middle, and that's not where you want to go towards Hargrave. So it's just like I, – I, I, But I do lean towards I do lean towards 49. I think they're the yeah. better, overall better team on yeah. offense. Uh, I think the MVP of the league is probably going to be the reason why they win that one. It's okay. not a quarterback. CMC – is the MVP what he did last week in the playoffs uh, and what he's done? I'm sorry, 
a quarterback should not win the MVP this year. It should be CMC. I hope it's CMC. I actually have a it's little. Not. It's Lamar Jackson. We all know that. <laughs> Lamar. Uh, I bet. Thank God I have CMC for all. Oh, no, I'm talking I, about the MVP of the yeah, season. Uh, oh, I know. I, I have. I have okay. an offensive player of the year. But it should be. Oh, he's going to win offensive player of the year. Yeah, I got fifteen to one on that at least. But I did hedge it a little bit and put twelve to one on him for MVP just in case. But I, I'm I'm pretty confident he's going to get offensive player of the year. Um, uh, and yeah, Lamar. Uh, the problem is they vote on it before the playoffs. And the tr- the truth is, yes. is like you should not vote Lamar in until he wins. He goes far in the playoffs, and no matter what this regular season. Is, to be honest, he's only fifteenth in passing yards. He's not exactly the highest in, in his quarterback position. It's a position. He's like he's won some games, but it's the Ravens' defense and their system. I think that's it a lot now. It's funny everyone's saying they should have ran the ball more last game, but at the same time, don't you remember Kansas City putting eight guys in the box? It's like it, it was Lamar's game to throw out of that, and he couldn't. It was like the reason they didn't run in the second half is because the pass should have been a lot more open, and I, I believe that they should have started running in the beginning, but. Uh, they couldn't run in the second half. They were down. Yeah. It's a, I thought the offensive coordinator, some of his plays for that he was running in the first half, and especially in the second half, I thought was some bad play calling. But like I said, I think throwing in triple coverage, fumbles, and yeah. penalties. Yeah. They, were, they were brutalized. They stunned penalties. Flowers How do you make those penalties and, oh. at home? At home. Yeah, you had the wrong ref for away penalties on that one, too. So that was brutal on on the uh, Ravens. Well, let's move on to uh, first score. I, I You know which one I bet every year. I don't know if you remember. First score mm-hmm. field goal, baby. I yeah, mean, I right. got plus, three, plus 375 Chiefs, plus 385 Niners, blended odds, plus 190. I mean, it's right there for you. So basically, you bet first score field goal at plus 190 all day. I mean, my, my, the reasons I always say, it's like the Super Bowl. They don't want to throw a pick in the end zone. They're a little timid there. Defenses tend to tighten up in the red zone a little bit. It's Super Bowl. Yeah, it's first score field Would goal. You, would there. you have played that prop if the Lions were in the Super Bowl? You... <laughs> Put you on the spot. If I had to, if I had to talk to, I, I give a big talking to Dan Campbell before. No, I, I, that would scare me. Um, it would, it would, it would have to be a hell of a lot bigger because this man just does not like kickers, and uh, he made some a, a questionable call. To be honest with you, I actually agree with going for it with down fourteen when you had two yards to go, but I didn't agree with him doing it later because I think doing it later is when you could have tied the game and just get a little bit of momentum back to you. You know, after all those blow ups. So that was a. Uh, I mean, I, they both of them, uh, it was just egregious. They couldn't kick one. It's like, dude, you got to kick one of those anyway. Um, all right, let's go to MVP. I took Debo Samuel early just because his number was 3,800. I think this could be a, like a wild card type situation with him. He runs the ball. And uh, plus 3,800 at FanDuel, I just put it like a little half unit on there. But I think he can get MVP of this game. And uh Here's the thing. I got a couple of smaller ones on the Purdies and the Kittles and CMC and Pacheco. I'm probably going to lose them all because Mahomes will get it if they win. But it's like one of those things. If I, I'm really going for the 3,800 for Debo, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go way opposite with you because everyone's talking about one tight end. I'm going to go with the other tight end. They had a bad game last week against the Lions. Only had two receptions. I think, what, 27 yards or something. Give me Kittle. 7,500. 7, yeah. 
Yeah, why not? I mean, if he, you he, let's say if he scores two touchdowns or has a big game and they win, they would probably give it to him just to say, "Ha, huh, a tight end one," and it wasn't Travis Kelsey. Uh, I, I couldn't pass up. I, that I, number, but I, told, I like Debo. Uh, and I like, of course, I had to pick CMC as well, and and, and I picked uh, whatever. Oh, I picked Pachenko just in case if he has a big game, like I mean, if he catches a screen pass and scores, or a rushing and Kansas City wins. But let's say Lamar has like a mediocre yeah, game, yeah. Uh, I I can see maybe that, but uh, that's the one I picked for Kels. But I, I I like the Kittle. I think it's that's that's the. The t- giving it to the Swifties right back at you. Your your tight end didn't win it this one, guy. Even though the Chiefs are third best at stopping tight ends, this number is whack because Kittle is sometimes a massive part of this offense, and the dude is a beast. Like right now, I'd pick Kittle or Kelsey. Right now, not all time, but right now I would for uh, this year. Uh, no, liking it. Um, what about quarterback props? Have you been any quarterback props? Uh, I did. I did one prep it just because this guy almost outrushed Lamar Jackson last week. I'm with you. Give me Brock Purdy over it. 11 and a half. I, I, I have the same one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Give me, I, I mean, <laughs> his, he could be just like, like last week. You figure Casey's going to want to rush him, put some pressure on him, see how he does with the Super Bowl pressure. I can see him running like he did last week. What's the best way to not throw an interception? Run the ball, man. I mean, that's what yeah. these quarterbacks have been doing. It, now it's time KC gets a little bit of a taste of it. Now, I think they're not going to be able to play as tight defense against the Niners because Purdy is more accurate than Lamar, and I think that's just going to be a suicide for them, and then it'll just open it up more for when they start guarding the receivers a little bit more in the slot and Debo and certain types of those uh, use check even. Uh, I think that he's going to easily get 11.5 yards, so I am completely on board with that. Um, Running back-wise, I actually took CMC over 90.5 rushing yards. Um, I expect these numbers to go up, too, by the way. I took a lot of these. I agree. I I think his will probably end up like around 92, 93. Yeah, and so I could always buy back half. Um, Some books might be even over-extravagant on him and really jack him up. You know, There's people just betting overs on him. Go to Reno once and find that one, right? Um, I, I yeah, I I would say I any of these overs I took, I can always buy back. So I just want to say I bought him for for certain situations, but I took I took him on the running. Um, I almost took Pacheco, but I just kind of thought it's almost too predictable in this case. And if the Niners do have the lead, it's not going to be as much running Pacheco. But I like Pacheco over his receiving yards, my friend, because seventeen point five receiving 17, yards. Yeah. Here's the thing. The Niners get are give up one of the most receiving yards to running backs. They just let them have the ball and they take them down. But he's going to be open once some of the others are covered. And I like him over seventeen point five a lot for one start. That was one of my favorite one of my favorite ones. Yeah, that was one of the ones that I, that I looked at. I, I on the upper side with you, I do kind of like. I haven't played it, but over sixty and a half is rushing yards. I did kind of look at that because. Like I said, right now, I mean, I'm leaning towards the 49ers. Uh, but if Kansas City wins, I have a feeling Pacheco is probably going to have a type of game like he did last week on the ground, start off red hot. So it'll kind of, I don't want to say hedge my 49er, but if I do, I don't have a, a ticket on them yet. But that's something I'm going to look at uh, all next week is, 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 is his rushing yards. All right, good stuff. Uh, 
How about any anytime touchdowns? Now these are the gambling ones more. They're not yes no's. Uh anything you like for anytime touchdowns? I only bet one so far. I, I don't usually bet that many of those. Or so I didn't really look at any time touch uh, touchdowns. I mean, because if I did, I mean, of course, CMC is probably a horrible number. The ones that I do like, I would probably look at Kittle. Uh, like I said, uh, try to fade the other tight end on that one. Uh, be Kelsey has not been scoring a lot of touchdowns, especially in the beginning. Might be lucky he would score a touchdown on the time that I bet him. <laughs> You know, I need Kelsey because I'm in this fantasy thing, and I have Kelsey, and Gibbs was so good last week that he, a couple people went ahead of me. But if Kelsey does better than Pacheco by a lot, then I'll be in into uh, first place probably. So I'm hoping for Kelsey. But at the same time, I, look at, I also look at the box score of last Super Bowl. I found it really interesting that guys like Tyreek Hill and um, Sammy Watkins – it had massive days, 98 yards for Sammy Watkins, 105 for Tyreek Hill. And you have Kelsey with six receptions, yet only 43 yards. You know, I feel like the Niners kind of you know try to take them out of the game. Of course, you had two other studs at receiver, but now that Kansas City doesn't have great receivers, I found it uh, pretty interesting here. Why, why don't we talk about some receiving props then? So I did take a few overs, and I, I will buy back possibly, but this is these numbers kind of came out with like, People wondering if Tony's playing. Tony ain't going to play. He burned his bridge. And who's been getting more targets since Tony went out? It's Valdez Scantling. He's been mm. getting more. I got lucky last week on his over. I mean, now yeah, last she freaking. I was like, never a doubt, baby. But uh, it, it, the last play of the game. But, I mean, his numbers, 18.5, something like that. He's a deep ball guy. He, ca- he misses most of the stuff that he gets thrown to. But without Tony being there. Who else you throwing to besides Rasheed Rice and and Kelsey? You know, um, it's going to be Pacheco, and he's going to get a couple targets. Uh, I mean, Watson a little bit too, but he's going to get a couple targets. Uh, and I will, I, could, I would bet the under if it went up high enough too. Yeah. I like the under on Rice though. I think it was sixty-seven and a half or something like that. I think last time I saw around there, I like his under. Uh, he does get he'll he'll get a couple targets, but I think it's going to be. Pacheco, the ball, Kelsey, the ball, Valdez, I think he's going to get a little more. I kind of like him over a little bit, Valdez, because you, like you said, I think he's going to take what Tony was getting at some point. Uh, but uh, in L, I took uh, Jennings uh, under two, uh, the right receiver from the 49ers. I took him under because I figured Ooh, you, you wanted to hit that right away, huh? I, I'm going to yeah. wait on that to see if it goes up. It might not, though, maybe. I've seen some of this I don't go think down it too. does. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it does because I just think it's going to be – the names, no disrespect, <laughs> Jennings. He, he's not a name on that 49ers. He's not Kittle, Kittle or CMC, Debo, Anouk. He's not those. So I can see him going under. Okay, so I also like a tackler prop. I got Fred Warner tackles plus assist over seven and a half. I laid minus one forty five. I just see a lot of Pacheco in the beginning of this game. You got a smart Andy Reid right there that knows that the Niners, especially on Chase Young's side, has been leaking a little bit. Um, Pacheco's been a massive part of this team. And it's not just Pacheco. They, they're going to run some Allaire. But Warner's also running around guard, guarding, uh, covering receivers. Uh, he He's getting a lot of cackles plus assists every single game. I, I, I like this. It was at eight for – no, it was at eight and a half for plus 105. And then I waited and it dropped to seven and a half minus 145. I'm like, okay, I'll take that one. 
I like that one. It's a nice one. I don't look at many defensive. I look at more kicking prop bits and defense prop bits. I think Chiefs score first. And that's why I also like Butker a lot for that first field goal. But I, I think the Chiefs score first. And it's because uh, Andy Reid is always great at that first drive. And Shanahan loves getting the ball if he loses. I mean, everyone's going to defer, I think. But I just see Brock Purdy getting the little bit of the nerves in the very beginning of the game. They'll have to punt. Um, I just see it much more probable, probable than uh, the Niners scoring first, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal. I'm hoping it's a field goal, but I also bet Chiefs just to score first at minus 106. Got that in FanDuel, so I like that one. And if, if you want to bet them to score first and lose, plus 340 you can do. Not that bad one. No, not bad. I just, I just kind of look uh, tightened into that one. What else you got? That's uh, for prep. It's, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. Like I said, I'll dive in because I'm with you. Some I'm looking to see if the numbers move. Because again, this we still have another week uh, to go on this one. So uh, I, I jumped in on some ones that I thought maybe the numbers would move. So maybe I can try to middle or hedge or, like you said, get off that number. Uh, but it should be, uh, like I said, I think it's going to be very interesting just because I said there's a lot of big names in this game. Names that's been here before, names that looking for their first ones. Yeah, everyone knows CMC. Everyone knows everyone from Kansas City because right. they've been here for so many times. Uh, I'm really interesting to see how this game, betting-wise, I mean, right now it's been all 49er money. Most of the big wise guy action, most of the million-dollar bets that's come in, it's been all 49ers. Does the KC money come in next week then? And then is that going to fluctuate the line? Uh, are we going to see back to one, one and a half? like we saw at the beginning of the week. So I'm very curious to see what the whole week of action is going to be like. No, it's a very good point. Check it out. Make sure, uh, you know, just make sure that who's playing and who's not, that's for sure. I mean, there is a possibility Tony does play. I, after what he tweeted out, though, I, I would definitely not have him in uniform again, but that's not up to me. Uh, a couple other questionable guys. I know they said the neck injury was CMC, but I just don't see a – I just don't see him not playing this game. It's a Super Bowl. The dude's going to play. Is he questionable? I, 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 you I know, I don't even think he's questionable, but there's just been some talk about it um, in the media. Uh, oh, I think it's a little early to really even look here because it's just media week. But uh, I'll see if I can pull him up here. And uh, no, he's not listed on there. Uh, George Kittle is questionable, though. He's good he's got the toe. He's not practicing on Thursday. I'm not worried about Kittle either. I think he's going to play. But, uh, you know, for the most part, most people are healthy. Uh, a couple guys in the Chiefs, think, though. I always think it's funny because if I had a toe injury, I would say, hey, I have a high ankle. ankle. <laughs> I, would put, I would put toe if I was a, a player. I would just say, oh, my ankle hurts. Can you put that on the, on the yeah, injury Yeah, toe is just toe. a weak, weak thing to <laughs> talk just about. I don't want people talking about my freaking toe all week, man. That's yeah. embarrassing, dude. Totally. <laughs> Sky Moore also uh, limited too, still on IR, but you never know if he's going to pop in too. That could change a lot of stuff if Sky Moore comes in. So, yeah, definitely pay attention to this injury report. It's very important. Um, finally, the Gatorade prop. I, you know, I bet it. Um, I bet it because, well, it's just fun, and uh, I, I drink orange Gatorade, and you know that. And I've made a many comments to you that it's the best tasting one, and anybody else that has a different color is just doing it wrong. But I also noticed that Purple Gatorade was used last year, and I think that was your favorite. Yep. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> it's your favorite. So so somehow they disagreed with me and uh, went with your taste buds. But, uh, I mean, how do you not bet that again, though? I mean, don't you think people superstitious enough to use the same color Gatorade 
that they did last time? Uh, I think it's going to be red. Both teams wear red. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift's lipstick's going to be red. Her jersey's going to be red. I mean, it, it, how can it not be red? I mean, it all signs to the Swifties, it's red. So I, I, that's what I bet. And then the clear, uh, clear another one opened up like a 20 to 1. Last time I checked, there was someplace at 10 to 1. So a lot of action coming in on clear. I, I, would, I don't think I've ever seen. I, I was trying to do a search of Has there ever been like a clear one ever dumped? Okay. Uh, I've been wondering about that, but I think it's just accidentally grabbing the water one because people just don't want to drink sugary Gatorade. So I think that there is a water one and they could screw up. Um, so I'd be very, I'd be concerned for that. What if someone's diabetic and you just don't know, and, uh, they have to have a water Gatorade out there. So there you go. That's clear. You know, I think it probably did happen. I kind of remember something like that, but let me ask you this. Has a kicker ever won MVP of the Super Bowl? I don't think so. Just that they would, the, the league would fold if that happened. 15. That'd be the last Super Bowl they played if they gave a kicker a 18 to, uh, 18 to uh, 10. Let's say, let's say Casey wins 18 to 10 and it's all field goals. Oh, they would probably still give it to Mahomes. <laughs> they would give it to some, maybe someone on the defense too, like Snead. I never thought about that. No touchdowns. Yet. It's it's uh, eighteen to three. All field goals in the whole or eighteen game. to twelve, right? Yeah, Ooh. that'd be crazy. Well, well, his number is three hundred eighty to one. I mean, I threw I, I threw five bucks or ten bucks on Harrison Butker. I think I threw ten on Butker and five on Moody. Uh, Butker was plus. Three thirty-eight thousand, so three eighty to one, and Moody is thirty-seven thousand three seventy to one. Why not? I'd be, I, you know, all all field goals, baby. What if, what if one's like sixty yards? You know, uh, that's MVP for me. God, that's crazy. That, that not, I'm gonna be thinking about just field goal score games for the rest of the night. Like no touchdown <laughs> score, all field goals. That's nuts. Just to press everybody, right? Uh, that, that would be it. the no touchdowns wins. <laughs> everybody should have bet zero touchdowns yep. for any time yep. touchdowns. That's uh that'd be good for the books. I think in the general, I know they would probably take a bath on a few of these five to $10 bets, but not really. I, I think uh, they would just crush it on the rest of the props. If that happened, but who else has been crushing things? You, my man, making all these wonderful props for us. Really appreciate all the work and all the thought that you put into it and uh, you coming on this show all the time, Raph. Where could a great, uh, where could our listeners get your great information and plays? You can find me on X at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Raphael Spars. You can find my plays over at DocSports.com. You can find a lot of my crazy prop bets over at MyBookie.ag. You can find my website. You can bet that uh, on YouCanBetThat.com, uh, which is, like I said, it's an entertaining site. I tell you where you can go find those odds and stuff like that. But it's just, like I said, something to make some people just a laugh one day. I mean, great wrestling stuff, odds on there, movie. Wait till you see the political uh, just, stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to be seeing a lot of political stuff right after the Super Bowl. I'll have some cool March Madness, uh, I'm sure, props as well. But it's just an enjoying sight because everyone takes, you know, sports gamblers take everything so serious. They rip their TVs off if they don't win. They get cussed and stuff like that. Yeah. I try to bring some enjoyment into our industry you certainly do and make sure you guys check that out and give them some prop ideas tweet them at vsi doc sports ralph will be talking take it easy all right my friends hope you enjoyed that show if you have any questions for us for our monday show or next week for the super bowl we are going to discuss more prop bets give you out more plays 
and uh, have some more wonderful guests. I hope you guys enjoy the weekend, enjoy all the games, and go get some winners.